You are now listening to 2026 Cast. What's good, you all? It's Don B here giving you the third episode of the 2026 Cast. Today, Frankie and I got the pleasure of talking to two of our creative homies, Noise Body and Zone Catalog, aka Noah and Greg. The dope thing about this conversation was me and Frankie kind of relating to these two because their relationship dynamic is very similar to ours, whereas Noah is mainly a musician and Greg being mainly kind of the creative director, uh, you know, handling the, the, the flyers and all the, the artwork and different stuff like that. And uh, that's, that's that's been me and Frankie ever since we met each other back when we were like uh, 14, 15 years old, we started doing music together. So yeah, man, these are just two uh, local creatives, not originally from Louisville, originally coming from uh, New York, but uh, kind of making their their base here and um just talking to them about the differences between louisville and uh new york talking to them about uh how they started off doing work together and different things like that very cool conversation very cool guys so right now you are tuned in to the 2026 cast here goes the third episode bow i remember the first time i got a smartphone yeah, yeah, I remember that. I think I was like a junior in high school. Well, hold on. Does the, uh, would like one of the slide phones count as a smartphone? I'm talking about like you talking post I mean, I, iPhone. I had, a, I had a Sony Ericsson. iPhone. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was pretty smart, I would say. Yeah. I had a, a Verizon phone, but it was like you slide up. You, you, or maybe you, you it, open oh. it this way, wait, wait. and then you type the, the keyboard that way, but then you close it, and oh, it's yeah. also a was phone that the one that, that, was, that was fell out of your car? Smartphone. Oh, yeah, exactly. If I put it on Those top of my... Mid. Hey, Frank. Yeah. yeah. So I'm going to have you scoot down a little bit. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, let me scoot that way. Scoot that way. Wait, that way? Frank, I get in front of the microphone. Okay. Well, it'll probably pick it up. It'll pick it up well, though. Okay. So you want me... We can also just turn the mic a little bit, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me see something. Let's scoop back. Just get it right, right there. there. we go. It's not, yeah, oh, yeah. fuck me. <laughs> Damn. Having some, some, some microphone. Hey, speak now, Frankie. Uh, hello. How are you doing today? Hey, hey, watch out, watch out, real quick. Can you watch that uh, router? <laughs> no, nah, just like here, move the chair a little bit because I want you to get on. Just like I want you to get like right here. Okay. Said, what? The <laughs> I feel like you'll touch a router and all of a sudden your internet's down for two hours. That type shit. Look, they're like, nah, you just didn't pay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Blaming it on Frank. What's good, peeps? It's the magic one. Yeah, uh, we're here. Are we recording the podcast? We've yeah, been recording for a little minute now. All right, what's up? It's Francis Tomasovich here with the boys Noah Barker and Greg Shepard. Shepard. Boom. Slash his own catalog as I've been for like <laughs> yes. and noise body. Two um creatives. I think these two kind of um mirror me and Frankie in a bit, cause uh in a sense, cause I'm pretty sure y'all met y'all in high school, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So give us the rundown on that. Oh well, first, oh sorry, no, let me. <laughs> Noah. Um, be sorry. My mom like told me to go to like church to see Noah play. She's like, there's this little guy playing piano. He's really really cool she how little like, were you <laughs> he was well we you were like, both a, like a four-year-old and you're like this little guy we were like i mean i looked like i was four we were small guys you see okay. i could see noah being short actually no i was really short yeah. i was the i think 
they gave me a award, an award for what? how short I was. You a liar. <laughs> you like, yeah. you're a liar. You're a liar. No, like, oh I'm not. Oh my gosh. I'm not kidding. Like the superlatives in the in the Exactly, yeah. Like, and they put Most likely to, like, to stay the same height. Yeah. Well, and they put no, it next to like the tallest yeah, person. Exactly. Like, anyway, Serious? Yeah, yeah like. And look at how short person. this person is. He and was, look at how tall this he person is. He's probably like 6'4", six, 6'5", six, or something. Yeah, who was, the, who was the, the tallest person in our class? But Noah wanted to fight me. Like, that was the first thing. <laughs> that was definitely before you came to church, though, the church I was part of. <laughs> yeah. Well, because we were both, like, the smallest guys, so, like, Noah was, like... Were you a little bit little bit taller at the time? Or were you... I don't know. Yeah, I'd, maybe. I'd say so. I think... I, I mean, think he didn't get the award, so... Yeah. yeah. <laughs> he didn't get the award. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but he, like, picked me out, and he's like, if I'm going to fight any person in this school, it's that guy. Well, hold on. Before we got that's like oh, the no, no, I, I think that that's like the true meaning of like small man or little literally. Man yeah, yeah, no, like, were you just like fight the other little man? Exactly. Were you super angsty or something? Like, well, that's the thing. It was like this insecurity that I had from being so small, Damn. and I was like, you know, I can't, I couldn't stick up, <laughs> I couldn't, can't even stick up for myself. But if I had to, like, you know, fight or confront anybody, I think I could confront this person mm-hmm. and that was greg <laughs> and also there was there was this um he kept doing this uh he kept beatboxing and like everybody was talking about it and i was like who is this kid man I'm this and insane. they started calling him speaker box and i was like fucking speaker box what's the what's the year on this or approximately me like what 2000 i think it was ninth uh, grade six? so 2003 2004 yeah something like that all right i was off by three years it's a compliment that, that's pretty early for beatboxing too i feel like yeah i don't know maybe, maybe just mean. like i feel like a lot of kids like i guess the youtube wave really pushed like beatboxers to like a <laughs> because like then there was well, like because you would see people beatboxing online and you're like oh yeah. i can do that and you're like whatever yeah. yeah i was ahead of my time this guy i mean you see greg in this you know this era of his life but at that time he was beatboxing he was working on cars and about to go to trade school to be a mechanic <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he was going to the coal mines exactly <laughs> And now um, you don't even have a car, so that's amazing. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Hey, Things shout out to not yeah. having a car. Yeah. I mean, Frank, I'm a Frankie. I don't, Frankie I don't, I don't, I don't officially have a car, I'm though. Say, still, I'll just be driving other people's cars. You know, shout out to not having a car. But then man. shout out to the people who are giving them rides. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look at you. <clears throat> and so both of you guys aren't actually from Louisville, Kentucky. You're from New York. So how did both of you end up here in the middle of America. Because y'all didn't come here at the same time, did you? No. 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 Yeah. I went to uh, college at UofL, and I'd been down here, I guess, a couple years until, you know, Greg being one of my best friends, I was like, you know, you should come, come through, come visit. And he was driving across country, and so him and his friend stopped in Louisville for a couple days. And I guess that was the first time you came here. Uh-huh. And then... That was like 11 years ago. Yeah, that was in 2009, I'm pretty sure. And then you came again with some other buddies of ours from back home. And you were here for a little longer then. That was with Matt and Eric, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And then the third time was during Derby. And just wild. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, again, I had been living here. um, But this time they came down and, you know, I'd been here for about actually I had moved away at that point. Um, but still, you know, had a lot of friends here and like I would come here for Derby just to play gigs. Um, so we were down here for about a week and Greg was here and we were just like hanging, having a good time. Yeah. And I just kind of stuck around. <laughs> Dude, that's At the end of that week, he moved a little bit. I feel like they just like come down here like one time or a few times. I'm like, oh, damn, it seems like a pretty cool spot. Yeah. Were I you just on the couch for a while at Noah's or, or did you end was, up like, like right away, like, all right, looking for an apartment? Or? No, I mean, like, so I went back, I went back to New York for a little while and I like ran out of money too. In New and, York? In New York, yeah. Because <laughs> like I was like an artist assistant and I wasn't making enough. And then I came here, everything was cheap. I remember he bought biscuits at the store and I was like, <laughs> how cheap these biscuits were. I don't know, like yeah. stuff like that. It's stupid. Like, like hey, I would go to his yeah, house. Like, this is a big deal. Though. Exactly. I'd go to his house in Brooklyn. What do you think? Would the, have... What was the inflation difference between a biscuit here and a biscuit well, in New York? Telling you, I would go to his house and we would have, I think, like bread and rice. <laughs> 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 I think one time I was there for my birthday and he made me like rice, beans, bread, and avocado or something. <laughs> yeah. And talk about then poor. he came here and. I was buying biscuits, lettuce, <laughs> crazy and biscuits. You know, like, <laughs> bought the whole grocery store came was, up, yeah, and exactly. you're like, "Yeah, let's ball out." And you're like, oh, "How much you spend?" You're like, "Oh, bro, don't worry about it. It was like forty dollars for yeah, all this." And I need to be here. Yeah, yeah. No, it was like it kind of did feel that way, but like he was coming up to New York a lot to play with this band Murals from here, and I got to know those guys, so it felt like I moved into like a circle of friends like pretty fast. Yeah. And that's really, I, I feel like that's the hardest thing moving to a big city is just like kind of finding your group of people you go out with every weekend and stuff. So yeah, that's good that you kind of like automatically had people down here and just kind of yeah. got in the groove of things relatively fast or quicker than others. Yeah, I moved down here. We started going to knock bar five nights a week. Oh boy, <laughs> that's <laughs> money. Yeah, I mean we would go way too much. Well, yeah, yeah doing that for just a month or two, you'll get to know six, everybody in town. Six years ago, so yeah. it was uh, twenty fourteen. Damn, knock bar. Yeah. Knock Bar's been around that long. Yeah. It's been around, oh, it's I been think, around longer than that. I'm yeah. I mean, yeah. I was well, sneaking into there. We got uh, kicked out once when I was visiting. Exactly. There's some neck face uh, tags in there. Is there really? Yeah, oh, really? in the, in the bathroom. In the bathroom? Really. I yeah. never saw it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's covered by now, but I know there's a, like two or three in there. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, so there are some. I know it's, I mean, it's been around for a while. Yeah. Oh, because yeah. we used to go to that one spot when we were in 21. What, uh, what spot on um, over in Germantown? Um, not, not sure. I, was it Mr. Lee's or Mr. Lee's? No, it was Groucho's. Groucho's, yeah. Groucho's, which is now Mr. Lee's, which yeah. is a yeah. you know, which is a karaoke, dirty right? karaoke bar. You can do karaoke, coke, heroin. There's a whole, there's a whole all, make uh, make Mr. Lee's Groucho's again. Oh really? <laughs> <laughs> make Mr. Lee's Groucho's. Well, again. Like, that, that is disgusting. Closed. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, Mr. Lee's? Well, is, is it done? Is it? Closed? I don't know. I'm not I haven't sure. been there in a while. I never go there. I heard someone. I heard someone talking about it like it was closed for good, but I don't know. I. It's weird. I, it's feel such like, a, I feel like it's an easy place to like, I don't know, They maybe it's like either too bougie or they were doing like cheaper drinks on Wednesdays for a little while. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's not like that area, like it has like eight other bars right now. So it's like, 
how do you really yeah, this is a little how do you really differentiate differentiate yourself but with it it's like so they had like the boozier cocktails or whatever and like yeah. then they added a little like bar snacks which were like pretty delicious but then they would run out by like yeah thursday like they would like have the bar snacks for like two days and they i mean yeah, so, and then they dropped all their DJs there too. I don't know. I guess they yeah. needed they needed James some they needed some too, yeah, yeah. entertainment there too because it still is like just really dark mm-hmm. yeah. and like not entertaining. It's, yeah, it's kind of weird. I feel like every other time I I'm there, I like it or something. There there is like this well, vibe in there that's like it, it's it was always a very and, like if I ever brought a girl there, it would be very impressive because they'd never been there and they're like, yeah. oh, it's dark. Drinks are like semi expensive, yeah. and they and you'd ring a bell for somebody to come to you. So, all the little like flashy parts of it were were very like attractive to like just like aesthetic. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like when I'm there, I'm in The Shining or something. Yeah, it does <laughs> like, have, like it has that kind of decor or something. The eighties. God damn, I didn't think about that. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they really just needed like a door guy or something to wear like. I mean, we don't really have any places that are like, there's a list. Yeah. Where they're like letting people in. Yeah. But I mean, besides, I guess, Hell or High Water, but like, and oh, I think that's nobody. The thing about it is, I was talking, because like, especially me being a bartender, and people say something else, I'm like, nobody talks about going there. Mm-hmm. Nobody, go, nobody goes there or Mr. Lee's. Like, yeah. Sometimes I hear Mr. I mean, Lee's, it's such like, a, never it's a, Hell or High Water. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't heard about anybody talk about Hell or High Water in a while. And, yeah. But. I don't know. I mean, it isn't a, a nice It's in a place area. where tourists can go, so it doesn't really matter, honestly. Yeah, maybe they're doing okay in that regard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but it still is with, like um, a speakeasy, so how are, would they be doing that well if they're not like you ain't advertising it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which seems like a, I don't know, counterproductive in some ways. Yeah. I feel like all these places are anticipating a world here that doesn't exist yet. Yeah. yeah. So then, then it doesn't happen, and then they're just like, oh, okay, I guess we'll close. Yeah. But I don't know. Just getting like weird. So Louisville's weird, man. What what do you, what do y'all think? Okay, I think that's being... the slogan, right? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's um being that y'all are from like the mecca and oh. one of the greatest cities on this world? Well, they're technically like Not northern a... up upstate New York. Yeah, exactly. Y'all, cl- y'all closer than we are. We both spent time in the city. But so yeah, so yeah, being yeah. that y'all sp- y'all lived in uh, in Louisville, yeah, <laughs> lived in uh, New York. What's like? Um, what's the biggest difference? Other than like obvious differences as far as like price and stuff like that, like what? I don't know. It's hard to. It's almost hard to say because I feel like at least my experience. I feel like I fell into the culture like. In this way where it felt like, you know, where we grew up was really, really small. And then New York City is like massive. Yeah. So this felt like culturally in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. So it felt like oddly comfortable. So it felt like a small town, but a bigger city. Um, I don't know. It just, yeah. I mean, it's such a bubble. It's, it doesn't feel that different in some ways. But I did, I did notice that people were a bit warmer. Yeah. You know, which I, I thought yeah. was nice, you know? Yeah, so yeah, hospitality there, is real. Man. Jesus. Yeah. But it's not that New Yorkers are mean. I think it's just like they're not going to just 
say yeah. hi to you like yeah. randomly or open the door for you. It's like everyone. But I also in think world. that depends on the neighborhood too. you're in. It does totally. In, yeah, yeah. In New York City, just because there are like, I mean, I don't know. I've always felt pretty welcomed in Crown Heights for years when I was like going there, and then like different vibes. I think like else. the yeah. the mean New Yorker things definitely overplayed. But I think there's just like a reserved sort of thing about it. Like sometimes, honestly, I go to a store now here, and people are like too. Too nice. You like yeah. shut like, up. Yeah, like yeah, I'll that. order a coffee somewhere. Like I'll order just, just like a black drivers. coffee. I was just literally like about to coffee. say that. What happened? Lyft uh, driver. And I'll say this: being, <laughs> being a Lyft driver, I remember like having to talk to motherfuckers here because they would uh, rate me low, and then going to Chicago or somewhere else. Oh, and then you can't get. Right. And then yeah. being okay with just like shutting the fuck up. Exactly. I'm like, bro, I don't want to talk to your ass. Exactly. And they'd be like, oh well, he, he got me there safely, but he didn't speak to me. I don't know why that should be like the, the driver should be anticipating you talking. You know, yeah, like why right. why do you have to be entertaining to them? Yeah. You know, like well, you're just getting a ride. These motherfuckers might be doing it 10, 12 days, 10, 12 hours out of their day. Yeah. Like, you know, it's like, man, I do not want to have the same bullshit conversation with every single person yeah. that gets in this car. Like, I mean, it's bad. I feel like that here. burned you out for sure. Oh, it burned me to yeah. hell out because I was just getting tired of it. I'm because Dominique is also a person that likes to talk a lot. So, uh-huh. yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> well, it, de- it depends on, it depends in the situation, like in a work situation like that. I'm like, hey, how you doing? Let me get back to like my. Cause like for the most part, like it's not like you're going that much further than like five to ten minutes out of your way anyway. So yeah, it's just yeah. like, come on, dude. Like, all right. Um, so, what are your all's current occupations? What do you guys do to, to, say, <laughs> <laughs> to get through your day to day? What are these guys oh, doing? Um, we can start with Noah as a classically trained <coughs> pianist. Yeah, I mean, started out that way. But uh, I gig, you know, for a living and then also do some AV stuff and work on movies every once in a while. And did you, were you working on movies before you met like Greg or did Greg pull you into that to help out? pretty much pulled me into that (laughs) entirely. And that's what you do, Greg? Yeah. What is AV audio video? What? Oh, I do like, um, I work like art department and do art direction for movies and commercials. Mostly. But um, what I like to do is graphic design. So I also do freelance graphic design stuff. And I prefer doing that. Um, but yeah, I've roped in Noah to movies, which I think <laughs> sometimes have it's become like a, like a burden. Because it's a lot. You know, you work one movie and it's like a month of your life. Yeah. That's kind of like fully consumed by sometimes a really bad movie. Definitely it's the company. If it were a different Yeah, movie, the production company makes it big. <laughs> big deal are they like really good to go so no i mean some there's there's different (laughs) ones that are good and ones that are bad yeah exactly and i mean usually it's like you know if you're getting paid more you're gonna put up with more exactly it just it's just this particular company asks for a lot and they're not paying much and then long hours so it's like all because i mean you have to really create physical things exactly make it it's um, fun it's fulfilling but it's you know sometimes it's a little exhausting depending on the project yeah what do you think? Um, well, I guess. What does being a creative mean to both of you all? I think Just it's the talking only... shit about everything. Hey, yo, got you. <laughs> <laughs> hella judgmental. Yeah, right. Hating everything, yeah. critiquing no. everything. I feel like it's the only thing I can really 
manage to do without feeling like it, it sometimes it sometimes I get down and I feel like selfish for doing it, but it feels like it's the only thing that's really worthwhile if you can, you know, yeah. do it. No, I, feel it's, that. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's like it's just as value valuable as anything else. Like people buy and sell creative work. It's it's a commodity. It's, you know, and sometimes it feels weird kind of being like, oh, I'm I'm an artist or whatever. And it's hard to almost justify doing that. But I think it's like it's the most um, important thing to me. And I feel like I can't really do much else. Yeah, I feel like I since I started playing piano at a young age, it was you know, kind of around music. I had these grandiose dreams, you know, of like making music my career and like, you know, my life. And I realized like, cause now I've, there've been times where I've like, you know, been traveling and wouldn't have my gear with me or like where I just have to like not do it. And, and I realize, I don't know, it's, it, it affects me. And I, when I do come back to my studio or whatever, I feel like I'm just in it, you know, for like days at a time, just writing the whole time. And I realize it's just because there's just so much built up that I feel like I just have to like play. And it helps me to just to think and to meditate and to just like accept, <laughs> you know, the, I don't know, just the things around me and just life in general in, in a weird way. It's just something I, I realize I just kind of have to do. So you just said something about like getting away from it and then kind of like taking a huge break. How do you, how do both of you all like manage dealing with those breaks? Cause I know sometimes I'm just coming around to understanding the fact that I may not have a song in me every, I, and I won't have a song in me every day. And I haven't in a little while recently. Yeah. And I, I can, I can, it's almost like riding a bike. I think my biggest fear when I was younger is I always feeling like I would lose it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? And being like, oh, if I don't work on this shit every day, I'm going to lose it. And like with like art, in a sense, I mean, like with y'all kind of doing like graphic and I mean, I guess I do graphic art now, but like more for just like posting and stuff. But y'all kind of do more free form, just like I just like to do graphic art type stuff. I guess you kind of got to work on it just to like make stuff look better and, you know, just but like, like anything else, writing yeah. lyrics like and and. Maybe I have put in those hours and maybe just thinking a lot just like helps that. But like I I would just get real down on myself and just like damn near being depression, just being like, fuck, I have not wrote anything. Yeah. And then when I would come back to writing something and it was just like mid as fuck, I'd be like, I'd be down on myself. And it took me getting around people looking at like shit. Like I remember watching you produce and like he'd be working on a song and it'd be, ah, whatever, this song's nothing. You'll start a new one. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And, like, I yeah. would, was so terrible. So, like, how do y'all deal with just, like, those breaks, whether it's you going to, where did you come back from? Berlin. Berlin. Whether it's you working on some movie for a long time where you don't get to come home to work on your own project. How do y'all deal with that? I mean, with bigger projects like movies, it's like I don't even have time. Yeah. And so then by the time I get back to, like, working, it's like a relief. And I feel like it's almost easier because... If, if I'm working on stuff every day, it does get frustrating, especially if I'm not making good stuff. Yeah. Because it just feels like I'm I'm just wasting time. But I've also gotten more comfortable working in fragments where I like make something and like just put it away. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes I'll come back to it and I'll be like, oh, this isn't as bad as I thought or I can find another angle for it. Mm-hmm. So I think like, I don't know, just like that. Sometimes that build up though when I'm not doing it ends up being valuable. Yeah. Yeah. I realize I need those breaks. <clears throat> from you know from 
being in the studio just because I'm someone who gets a lot of inspiration out of the things around me and the other things that I like, you know, in, I mean, in Louisville if I'm traveling or in people, you know, it's just like, I need to, I don't know. I just, I need to be exposed to that stuff and take that stuff in for me to have something to put out, you know, when I'm, when I am working on stuff, but you'd mentioned, you know, not being able to write every day. And I feel like that's something that, I mean, I think a lot of people think that, you know, that if you're not writing, you know, every day that, you know, you're not, you're not doing it the right Mm -hmm. thing or whatever, but it's, I mean, it's, I think it's just as important to take breaks from it. Miles Davis once said, like, you know, I may not touch the trumpet every day, but I am thinking about it every day. I feel like that's like, you know, that's a mindset. It's just like, it's always on my mind. And even when I'm doing something totally different, you know, working the AV gigs or whatever, it's like things are still turning. Yeah. Sometimes even you're like subconscious, like seeing something like going on a trip or going for a walk in the park or something. Yeah. Sometimes you take, I'll like, do stuff and I'll take something in and it's always weird how it gets regurgitated. Yeah, exactly. Like later on. And I didn't even think about it. It wasn't yeah. even conscious. I mean, and as like a, as a graphic person myself and I don't know if you do this, but like now with your mobile phone, just like I'll take pictures of so many like little inspirational yeah, little yeah, things exactly. that I, I like, little like moments of like, oh, I like how this angle is on this. Like it might make a good photograph or I'm also might make a good like you might try to imitate it in your or just like yeah something like that or just like oh i like this idea and i throw it on my mood board or whatever right away Mm -hmm. like how this thing looks so and i I find myself doing that like all the time when i'm not working i'm working by just being in the environment around and just like observing which i feel like and you can observe in so many ways Yeah. yeah yeah and i feel like i've gotten better at that doing that um pictures because i have been doing more graphic art as far as like my flyers and stuff but also just like musically like um just like i'm like man i heard this verse like there's there's this verse shout out luxury tax 50 (laughs) he's on travis scott's new project and he he has this verse on gang gang and i told i told my homie i was like if you hear me rap better it's because of this motherfucker. Like, I, I, how he's rapping, like, yeah, it almost yeah. showed me how to rap again. I was exactly. like, because I've been having a problem just, like, rapping. Because I've always been the auto-tune singing mm-hmm. shit. So I was like, fuck, bro, I ain't been rapping. Like, I I, I had the homie uh, Ryan Shirell mm-hmm. over here. And yeah. he was, like, making something. And my voice just wasn't where it used to be. I was like, what the fuck's going on, man? So mm-hmm. I'm hearing this dude just, like, stay in pocket. I'm like, Nigga. yeah. So, yeah, fucking. I've, yeah. Been, I've been trying to just, like. Plus, like, that's why I got a Princeton, man. Fucking, like, <laughs> just to, like, just, like, little shit like that to, like, you know, mass post some shit or, like, post some fashion that I fuck with. Like, so, us three have uh, side Instagrams or main Instagrams. You also <laughs> have a, a, a second gram of, that you... Um, I started one recently, but I haven't put really anything on it. Because, like, I, you know, I take more photos, but I don't ever, like, put them up. It's yeah. just photos. So, like, looking for an excuse to post that stuff. But yeah. I'm still kind of, like, thinking about it. Yeah, you know? definitely. Yeah, you have a yeah I, I, try, I mean, I try not to think about it at all on, on that one. And, like, 
more since it's like inaccessible to a it lot is of people. Prim- say it's Are you talking yeah. like like Finsta stuff? Well, yeah, that's it. It's a, well, I call him. Uh, I, I think call he said Princess, so I've been I've, saying Princess for Finsta. Forever. Like came around like from like middle schoolers. It was the young uh, white okay. girls, but yeah. like because they, they were calling it fake Insta. Uh, yeah, yeah. But I was so like, I already had the private. Every like there was still like private Insta, which was already like a. So it wasn't a fake Instagram because it wasn't like yeah, I'm yeah. not trying to trick my parents or anything like I'm an adult. <laughs> so <laughs> it makes more. I would rather call it. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, originally it only came about because I was trying to save an account name from oh, somebody yeah. else taking that account name, mm-hmm. and like then I just had this account and I was like testing out uh, layouts for like other Instagrams. So like mm-hmm. I would because you know if you're doing like the three grid. If you want everything to match up exactly and like perfect, I would be like Trying aesthetically out. checking what everything looks like, and that's really what the whole. Oh, I see. Because like you can't really you can lay it out on Photoshop, but it wouldn't look. You wouldn't actually see how it looks on the platform without putting it on the platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that makes sense. So I was gonna say, um, so one of the reasons me and Frank wanted to grab Noah and Greg on here was because, like I said in the first first part of this podcast that they kind of mirror what me and Frank do and me doing music and Frank's always kind of been my kind of creative director and kind of led that way and so when I met Noah when I'm oh shit I met you back August 2017 I think 18 it was just 18 and a year and a half 18 was it 18 whenever I put out selfish it was only 18 oh word 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 I'm bad it's oh yeah it's 20 I'm thinking it's 19 (laughs) yeah it's it's 2020 now man so fucking um I remember he so we we did a show that following like January February Mm -hmm. and I put this on everything any show I've ever done with anybody else if Frank didn't do the flyer the flyer was trash as fuck so he sends me this like dope ass fucking flyer. I'm like, yo, who the fuck did this flyer? Like, I was impressed because like, but he sent it to me like five times. Yo, I was impressed because like the thing about it is, and, and I hate to be like this, people in Louisville, if you're listening, better fucking flyers, please. People just don't do that shit. I was like, dude, this motherfucker looks beautiful as shit. And I follow Zone right after or Greg right after that. So, I it. it so y'all relationship kind of feels like our relationship in a sense of just like you know like here goes this and yeah. so and yeah. well, I thought it was I think it's funny like there was a time when like flyers are really focused like I mean I have a whole flyer book from Louisville of like the 1970s to like, oh, like 90s stuff, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah I was about to say it was, yeah. that was the it's punk called, generation yeah the white is white glove test is the name of the book and I also have the flyer book from uh, New York City nightlife yeah. uh, called I don't even remember the name of that one but um it seemed like Louisville had like a crazy history of flyers and even probably into the early 2000s before like I mean right when computers were introduced people were still probably going pretty hard on their flyer work and then I guess mid 2000s it kind of yeah. like dropped off because like people there wasn't the actual physical posting exactly. yeah, yeah. element anymore so yeah. and then like it didn't like matter I, it like for a little bit there's like it like kind of caught on with Facebook like it was a little bit important but then the importance just kind of really just dwindled down because people were just like if I just have the information here yeah it doesn't there's yeah. it does, if people are just seeing this they don't need anything besides yeah. like a random picture of a meme or something so yeah. and I feel like Facebook doesn't have a good space no it's, it's like really a, like ugly aesthetic or it's just like it's not a good format because it can it. be any size dimension and there's too, still there still hasn't really been like a premiere like number one like event like like do five hundred two try to like be 
the event site or like and they had man. i really like do like do new york but like they yeah. are like do nyc and like there was uh, chicago when they first started like i was like oh these these guys are next like if they do every city this will be what's up but there's like 80 different like some person needs to buy them all and just make it the main monopolize thing. or yeah. i don't know <laughs> i thought it'd be cool like i mean maybe it would i don't know like this like basically a very simple app or something where it's like you just flip through and it's very simple and it just like flyers of whatever's yeah. happening that day or this week and you can like like them and maybe like there could be like you can vote just, it up or whatever yeah. yeah but it'd be cool if it was just about the image just about the flyer yeah. it took up the whole screen you could swipe through mm -hmm. just to like make it like important you know like yeah. Yeah. this is because you're right it's like when the flyers were out in the streets like like it mattered a lot because yeah. that's how people found out about shows exclusively and now you know it's like there's not a good yeah instagram's it that's yeah it. Yeah. yeah and so which and i like instagram because i mean yeah. i make everything either like portrait style or um the, the square which we've been we've been fucking with the squares more lately just so like even when you're like if you go back to the profile like it doesn't like cut off anything yeah but nah definitely honestly i still i mean for that show that you're talking about early last year and even for i mean some of the ones after that I would get, you know, just a few physical posters made because oh, I realize I still get excited, you know, when, if I see yeah. a poster and, you know, recognize the bands that are playing or whatever, or it's a show that I want to see, like, I get more excited well, about that, you know. Shit, we sold flyers at our show. I, I mean, yeah, we'll make the posters and we'll sell them at the show because, I mean, yeah. I, I figured out, like, I could print the posters on campus for... Ten, like a twelve by eighteen size for ten cents, mm -hmm. and then we can we they're full color and we would sell them for ten dollars and they yeah. they look great and they're like cardstock yeah so yeah that's cool yeah. it he, was he made personalized ones too like for each of the performers mm. so like you could buy like the Dom D one or yeah the, you know what I mean like whichever yeah, if you performer wanted a specific you wanted, yeah. like one for each you know it's so easy to do mm -hmm. little things like little things like that but. Yeah. And like it's such a you know, it's such a cheap item too. Like ten dollars, yeah, like exactly. it's something that like you have great return. People are happy with it, and like they'll put it on their wall and they'll see that, you know, countless times for like the rest of their uh, existence. Yeah, in the in the space for all their afterlives. Yeah, <laughs> if, they, if they decide to put it in the tomb with the, yeah. if it if it makes it the cut on that importance. Yeah. yeah. Do you all remember the first uh, like collaborative art project you all worked on? Yes. Can I go make some? Wild yeah, ones? please. <laughs> yeah, I'll let you kick this one off. Um, I think it was well. So Noah had a band called Bruised back in high school. Him and this guy Matt, and they were looking for a singer. So I I went over to his house once, and they're like, Here's "How a long after the fight?" This was like, we, we kind of, we kind of like, this was like, How long probably after the beef? like a few months, like after that. We were It'd be really funny if it, the like, name of the band was inspired yeah. by you Bruce. Oh yeah. man, y'all actually fighting? That'd be crazy. <laughs> Did but you like, put enough in for a few cups? Uh, no, I can do that. Yeah. That'd be right. right. Should I just bring the pot out here then? <laughs> yeah. Well, no, the, the pot will be hard to pour because it's like a, not a kettle. Right, I'll bring the, the cups out. Thanks. You got it? Can I put my finger in your cup? Or is that uh, really weird? Okay. Uh, yeah, sure. No, no, I don't mind. <laughs> right, thanks. That big pause. <laughs> <laughs> but he had me over and he's like, you can you can sing. Sing into the I microphone. Like watching the, the replay. The instant <laughs> replay on the live. It was like, can I put my finger in your cup? And then it rewinds. 
Okay. Well, and then I just like, uh, I felt embarrassed and I was really awkward and I couldn't do it. And then, um, yeah, I don't know. We, we kind of just, uh, we'd play music, but it never like, we, we recorded something called the odd project yeah. when we were like super young too. And it was just like really weird. Cause we didn't really collaborate. It was just like both of us making separate songs under the same name. Mm-hmm. And mine was just like really bad. His was like good. But like really kind of like the sounds were all like MIDI sounds without yeah. any processing. Yeah. So it was like a really strange thing. And then, yeah, that was kind of the first thing, right? What was it? The Odd Project? Oh, yeah. We were yeah. using Audacity. Audacity. Ooh, Audacity. that's the hood right there. <laughs> I had like Take a Casio the... keyboard. We plugged it straight oh, in. Oh, hell oh, yeah. yeah. I hate Audacity. I was, a, I was a very passionate Adobe Audition user. And I thought I was bougie with it and was not about yeah. Audacity at all. Dude, I got lucky. I started with GarageBand because he, he he had a Mac. Because I started me, I started making music when I was like 15, 16 years old, and I would go to his house at the church every day. And um, yeah, he he just he had they had a Mac, mm-hmm. like probably. Was I mean, iMac like two thousand seven iMac. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which yeah. I know I'm a boy. Right? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> all my homies had Windows or nothing. So yeah. like, well, like we fact, had just got that. Like yeah. that, like I mean, probably. It might have been two thousand six or whatever, yeah. but the you know the first one that was like, not the the first one that looks like they do it's today, flat. like oh, yeah. the screen. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the flat like one, like four three aspect. Yeah, yeah. and so that was the, but it did, it wasn't the one with the circle bottom. It was the one that was just the screen was the full body. Yeah, yeah. And it was the whole computer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we were using like I think it was one of the early like IBM, like it was like a brick. It was like <laughs> like this thick. But before that, I used the HP that I like got for free from George Bush, um, yeah. which was like George Bush. Yeah, like I went to a, <laughs> I went to like an underprivileged school, so like if you just signed up and like did a course, George Bush would show up. it was the no child left behind thing. You yeah, know? yeah, like there, it was a part of that whole program. So like I was like, oh, you get a free computer from like doing this online school, and I like That's, was yeah. like, bet I'll do this online class, and like I just had to like. I don't know, flirt on a like with a with a girl across the while I was doing some math on a computer for like a month and I was done. Like it was so easy. Um, and then I got a free computer because I they were like you need a computer to do this program. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I got a whole computer from That's it, tight. Um, which yeah. I guess anybody could have. But I just took advantage of the if I had known no child left because <laughs> I wasn't trying to get left behind. Yeah. Um, but then I had like you know bootleg programs put on there right away. Yeah, oh, mm-hmm. man. I miss like I miss all the bootleg programs. I miss. Were you all on um, AIM? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I caught it like at the last minute. I didn't. Yeah. That was that a was, huge deal for because us. that yeah. was yeah, pretty much was the amazing. first, <laughs> I guess, platform that you could talk to people online. Social you know, media. Chat. I broke up I mean, they with had my first girlfriend on AIM. That's classic um, stuff. It's... And you know, she was like sick, and I was just like, one day she didn't show up to school, and I was just like, oh, you she's... know what. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> I'm breaking up with you. <laughs> you sick bitch. <laughs> like, I felt so bad about it for a while. And then, yeah. like, I remember, this is like seventh or sixth grade. And I just remember, or probably seventh grade. And that, I mean, no, that's I a like, rite of passage, I think. <laughs> <laughs> She's probably a doctor now. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Big regrets. No. <laughs> what was your AIM screen name? I had oh, like man. five accounts, actually, which is not. Which makes I sense. Mine yeah. who you are. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, you got five of everything. Like, you know what I'm saying? It makes sense. Like, five, four. That don't surprise me. I I think mine was 
Amazing Mets 14. Oh, yeah. You a Mets fan? Yeah. I mean, I was. Oh, I mean, man. not that I... I guess I, if someone was like, are you, are you a Mets fan? I'd say, sure. I'm yeah. telling you, this is Greg circa 2000. Yeah. And then my email address four. was Extreme Greg Sports. Was in the cars. Man. Extreme in Sports. Extreme Sports. Baseball. Hotmail.com. Yeah. And then my Ooh, Yahoo. Shout out to Hotmail.com. And then I had Jesus. Yahoo because remember like yeah. Yahoo, like you could play games on yeah. Yahoo. So my my Yahoo was like Taz Mraz 2002. You could play games <laughs> on Yahoo. That's yeah. exactly like why Yahoo I fucking pool. had it. I, I love yeah. Yahoo That's Damn. how I learned how to play pool was through Yahoo Pool and yeah. Candy Stand. I mean, I, I was a I was more of a heavy user of AddictingGames.com or Newgrounds. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I use Addicting Games. Which were both. <laughs> yeah, I was a user. I was a user. Yeah. <laughs> I was addicted. Yeah. Dude, I was explaining to my brother that there was a time where you couldn't talk on the phone and be at the internet at the same time. Oh, yeah. yeah. And he was just like, what? it's crazy because yeah. he's nine years younger. He has than no he. concept of that. Oh, he has no concept at all. He's yeah. had a smartphone for as long as he can remember. So yeah, I was can. like, dude, I remember having a flip phone and like having to wait to get on MySpace at the crib. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you couldn't get on until after 9 p.m. I was like, good thing in our house because, like, you know, Anyone who's calling after 9 p.m. isn't, (laughs) they got, you know, it's not important business. But that was, (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Which was strange. This is a child, yeah, exactly. But I think maybe before that it was, you know, we could log on for 10 minutes, maybe if that. I mean, I don't don't really remember. I mean, we had had computers our whole, whole existence. I don't remember there being any issues with us being online versus like people calling. We just wouldn't. I guess one trip out about it. Yeah, yeah, because like we were just either either on the computer or like you know, the house phone wasn't I guess a priority because if it's just telemarketers calling, usually we just didn't. Give yeah, a fuck. it's wild though. It took us a while to figure that out. For a while, like everyone's phone was busy. Yeah, because everyone's on the internet, you know. <laughs> but yeah, I think we we got like a second line for the internet at some point. Yeah, because I was constantly on my computer and I kept like I was just a pest. So, I was just on porn, but man. I- <laughs> So like, you remember like, you like, guy to be like yeah. well, you know, like old like torrent things. Like yeah. I remember like when it was still dial up, it's like waiting days. <laughs> oh yeah, you know, like LimeWire, and you're like just going that. off the title. Oh, like, like no buffer speed. You're no. like this, this title sounds Wait. good. Let's hope this is good. And then <laughs> yeah. like, this title sounds good. Yeah, you, you don't have thumbnails in that. Yeah, day. so you're Definitely. just like you had no idea, and then you, and then it you download it, and you're like, well. I Shit. spent all this time. I, I'm gonna have to utilize this. <laughs> this is what we have here. I I mean I think I was more of a, a picture abuser as a young young boy until because like the buffering time was just so long. <laughs> but, <laughs> I told you what. but the picture would still load like yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was like <laughs> section by section. <laughs> Bro, I had a company emailing. I mean I say company, but you know oh, this man. is probably. Uh, <laughs> Wait, what? He was serious about his booty flicks. No, no, no. <laughs> what do you mean a company emails? I mean, this, this, like, I was getting regular emails of, you know, oh, I mean, there was nudes pretty much from these oh, random ass yeah. emails. Wait, I just, I remember, uh, don't want to put my uncle out there like this, but <laughs> I just put my uncle out there. I put my uncle out there. I just remember him, like, um, like getting chain mail from his boys of just like nudes or whatever. Oh, they did used to do this. It was shit. just like, yeah, and they were like, like forwarding it to their boys, and like it was just full on. Like everybody would just be like, "All right." Like the the whole sending nudes thing through like the internet has been so common. It's pretty from intimate, the honestly. You think about it, but just like, like you and your yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a whole yeah. new world. Well, I remember there was a there was nudes of a U of L cheerleader. 
that Cards, were circling yes. circling around that somehow got to my email, but like yeah, like full on just like at the stadium just showing everything. Dang, like in her cheerleading outfit and like actually like a U of L cheerleader and like she bro. got like let go from that. I mean this what is like yeah. I don't yeah. think this was like on the news or anything. I feel like if it was today it probably would have yeah, like made it to like, like it would have been on Instagram. On Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, but terrible. But but then it was just like share this email or you'll die in three days. Exactly. Oh, yeah. two, oh, it was either porn or share this email if you love your mother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still see that shit every so now and then. I'm like, little. It's weird. It hasn't faded away. Like little kids are still all about like the chain text. Where they're like, oh okay. If you see this emoji and you don't yeah. respond with these or send to ten people, your friend will die. Do you like do kids no. even send uh, email? I'm like, do they I don't even care so. about email? Like, I don't think so. I mean. I feel like that dates us now is sending emails. I mean, I hate emails. I send emails. I, I, I send doing emails. like, just like, even like getting official DJ gigs and stuff like that. Like, I have to send emails all the time. And so I'm I'm accustomed to keeping my emails on. Like, I keep my tech messages on. It's weird. Like, email gives me less anxiety, which I like. That yeah. too. Like, it, it is weird because like, yeah, that. Sometimes texting though, I'm just like, oh man. Because yeah. this is like, it's too much of a conversation sometimes. Yeah. And sometimes I want to send it out. Get a response. Take my time. Yeah. Respond. And email it gives you that because it's such a big ordeal almost exactly, to like yeah. look at. The email. I'll I'll put an email off like like I've been trying to I've been thinking about sending an email for like a week now and I still haven't like yeah, I like been like all right I'll do it tomorrow like it, right. it, it, for me it's like a whole task to like mm. sit it down really is though and like log in. Lo- I mean the, the things like logged in already but like it's but the what whole, is it about the email that makes it different? Right, from who a has message? a little bit of tea left in their cup? I think I had that was him. Yeah. Oh man, Frank brought the same cup. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to figure that out in the kitchen. I was like, oh, shit. God damn. Frank brought the same cup. I didn't want anybody to feel special, you know? Yeah, like, there was no, it's the same the size. Same cup. The amount, of, the, the, amount nice of, the amount of mugs that he has in his car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but we have like 80 of these specific mugs. That is um, insane. Yeah, you should keep some of these over here, bro. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can leave these. Do you need mugs? Just cause. I'm just saying. Just for oh, more if, guests, if we do this so. again, um, um, if we, we do it again, I would go. Sound positive? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. yeah. You know, like on the late night shows, they have their own printed mugs. Oh, yeah. no. Actually, I, I was thinking about that today because I was actually looking at a print on demand thing and I wasn't going to make those, like <coughs> ones that when it like, turns heat, reveals a logo or whatever. Oh, yeah. oh, those are cool. Yeah. So like they're black, and then when once it's like the water's in it, it'll yeah. turn to like it'll show twenty twenty six. So yeah, like, yeah. It would, that would be really cool to like bring in, you know, mug life. Man, the thing is, I'm mug shots. I'm drinking everything out of a mug. You know, sometimes <laughs> just <laughs> water, wine. Yeah, I don't really. Beer, I don't. Tea, I don't understand glasses really. Mugs, are, mugs really are the wave. Cause like I, I definitely prefer holding things by the handle than by the, the circle. It's body. Uh, yeah. Like drinking yeah. with the with out of the body versus the handle. Like it's just so yeah, much right. more. I got a question. For, I got a question for both of y'all. Uh, this is very um, a little sensitive. Oh, here we go. It's twenty twenty though. You know, okay. redefining what it is to be a man. Wow. Let's talk about it. What do you all? think each other's best quality is wow yeah Ooh. that's a good one i mean because y'all, y'all been y'all been around each other for years i mean it's what's it been like 15 years for y'all more than that let's see i what, guess what year is it now 2020 damn, yeah, it's <laughs> 17 damn 17 years uh, yeah is that right yeah i would say wow. 
Greg has always been the one. What? (laughs) (laughs) The marriage story. Exactly, right? (laughs) (laughs) And then I was like, I don't want to say anything. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to get your favorite color wrong, though. (laughs) But But I remember, I mean, you were the one who introduced me to a lot of music that I hadn't heard about. You've always been someone who was like, seeking out new stuff and kind of always moving on to something else. You always had something that you were doing and you never got stuck on one thing. So I feel like you're like you just being able to constantly move on from one thing to the next. And like, you know, you do something even in your music, you just like do it in one day and it's done. And then you move on and used to be that way. (laughs) And I feel like I, I admired that about you. Oh, thanks, Noah. You want to make up? <laughs> <laughs> this is the sound of the making out right now. Yeah, yeah. Frank is smart. This man is 15 years old. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's an audio podcast. I want to add more. They don't know. This is the sound of the making out. He's gonna add a bunch of, you're gonna add a bunch of sound effects. Oh, yeah. You Jeez. need a button now. I just wanted to be as sound. Eric Andre as possible right there. I watched that one highlight two weeks ago. And you gotta overdub it now. Jeez, man. Yeah. <laughs> so the thing I I think that's cool about Noah is uh, he's like a really reflective person, which I really value. Like I'll show him something and I'll be like, "What do you think of this?" And he'll be like, ah, "I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to listen to it again." You know, because he wants to give it a, his hey, full attention, yeah, yeah. which is really great. Yeah. And also, like, the fact that he, like, he works really hard, especially, at, like, at music and, you know, he's very serious. Not, like, in a, like, you're too serious way, but, like, takes things seriously and gives things the time they deserve, which, like, I don't have that sort of work ethic, you know? And I think that's, like, as far as, like, doing well in the creative world, like, I think that's so important to take what you're doing seriously and to like really work at it. Damn, bro, this conversation is bringing us closer. Wow. I, I want to make a note on. I don't know. If, I don't know if Noah used the same uh, pot that I did, but it kind of tastes like ramen water and <laughs> the tea right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I definitely just used what was on the stove. So I, I ain't been cooking ramen. I did. Oh, okay, well, just taste. That's what it's very. I'm getting a little I'm, bit of that too. I'm like, <laughs> maybe it's like a time I cook pasta or some shit. That is, that is my pasta, like cooking. He's like, but um, getting stronger. And I will say that about Noah because yeah. I've sent Noah. So as the as the 2026 cast may not know that me and Noah have music in the works, and um. I'll send him something. He'd be like, I got to listen to it again. Uh-huh. And I'm such an anxious bitch. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, bro, what you think about this? He's like, give me a little, give me yeah, a few yeah, days. Bro. I'm like, all right, word, man. So <laughs> the fact that you just said that, yeah. Well, I also feel like music kind of reveals itself to me sometimes where, you know, if it's not something that I'm like hearing or if I don't f- you know, feel a certain thing about it right away, that just means that it hasn't revealed itself or something, you know? And sometimes it'll reveal itself in like the weirdest moments or sometimes never at all. And so but, Noah, you have your project coming out soon, a new EP on Openers Records, right? Yeah. And can yeah. you tell us Shout about out that? Caleb and Openers. Shut up, um, track. Yeah. Um, honestly, it came together so naturally. It's like I, 
I didn't even know Caleb before, you know, the spring of last year. Um, I'd met him coming out to L.A. when I met up with you and you kind of, Frankie you Lee know, Lee. introduced us and young A and R boys, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with <the NS>. exactly. <laughs> and yeah, I sent him some music and he liked, he liked a couple of things and wanted to put them out. So yeah, I played him like all the, all your private SoundCloud link that you, you, you gave <laughs> yeah. me before. Um, and I was like, yo, this guy's about to come through. He's fire. That's what's up. And like, I don't, I don't remember which songs were, but then yeah. like, I played some of the Dominique ones. And I will say, I thought I was putting out good music, and he said, this is the best shit Dominique's mm. ever made. Weird when someone like when someone compliments something you just did, and it's like that, like, but they the also, best thing you ever did, and then you almost feel bad, too. Yeah. <laughs> I, at the yeah. time, I, I think well, at the time, I, 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 I took it as cool, because like, right, I think right. the stuff that me and Noah has made is so different than anything that I've done so people it's almost kind of hearing me in a new light so i kind of admire mm-hmm. that from a like a, oh shit i like this because it's like i mean he's you know noah's in that sound of like the the blood oranges and the toro imas and those guys who kind of just do everything and you know like vocals and the instrumentals plus so nah the fact that we make music together is just pretty fucking cool man because i mean i like I, I listen to that music all the time and i always kind of wanted that kind of like very indie outlet and i had that for a moment with um the boy colin but um mm-hmm. we quit making music he'd been moving around and shit like that so getting back to that because yeah. you know the magic man does it all so yeah boom <laughs> but yeah <laughs> but um yeah and how many songs are on the ep yeah. or it's two songs two songs yeah there's Oh, just EP songs? you ever heard here? Shit, man. And did you find? Did you end up finding a cover art for it? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, you know, he had kind of guidelines for what he wanted for the the artwork, and um, it, it was taking me a while. That you know, what, what he said was that he wanted something that uh, a, a photo that my parents had taken, um, and my mom was sending me all these, you know photos of you know baby photos yeah. and things like that and they you know they could work but it you know it wasn't i don't think it was like the right vibe or whatever so yeah. it took me going to, to their house and like actually going through all those photos and i found and i found some great photos too yeah <laughs> but it's yeah that that whole like experience of like still looking through like physical albums of printed photos because honestly mean, it's such a such i was a, looking like, through those cool. rite aid you know the bags yeah. that they give you at rite aid and walgreens oh, like from the bags, two right. hour yeah you know photo there's so much like gold in there and it's like amazing that like back like i don't know there's all these places houses that probably have these like a whole row of these albums or whatever like photos that are just yeah. you know very private and never seen by anybody besides like two people yeah yeah and it's an interesting like and they're just the five or four by six prints and they're i don't know very That's i mean crazy. i wonder where like if there's gonna be archivists that are really like going in and like finding those at some point that like the most because we celebrate all these photographers but there's so much like at home oh yeah photography that like like a huge amount that is so hidden exactly yeah well, i was gonna say you Oh, no, no, it's nothing. Well, like, I, when you were talking about, like, finding an image, you sounded almost, like, frustrated, you know? Yeah. But it's, like, kind of, because it's tough, you know, to find the right thing and if you don't have it all. But, like, I mean, to forgive me for sounding hokey, but it's kind of, like, a gift to be almost forced to doing that and then going through all that stuff. You're like, wow, look at Honestly, all yeah. All I mean, stuff, like, 
It's pretty cool. It was a gift. I found some photos of my my dad, like probably right around when he had me, and even before that, found some pictures of my own uncle uh, dressed as they were, which were hippies. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, I, I but Noah's got a cool. He's got a cool family. <laughs> uh, we we could we could assume so. You know, look at him. Well, how, how put together he is. Noah's got sunglasses on right now, y'all, and it's dark outside. Yeah. So. It's a vibe. <laughs> it's a you know, vibe to say the, the least. It gives me something to hide behind. Hey, man. <laughs> Dude, fucking, I remember my parents that wouldn't let me look at like the baby pictures and shit because I would cry every time. Really? I used to get emotional because as fuck, oh, wow. bro. Really? How am I? Every time, man. man that's like good. when I was a kid, like it would be like I had like a big baby book and I just would, hey, every time I would cry. What so. was it that you got emotional about? I don't know. I would just every time dude. just not being able to go back to that maybe time maybe. or was or it just maybe the people the growth? I don't know what it was, man. It's just you look back and you're like, "Fuck, I was that age." I think I, that kind of hit me turning 27 this past. I was like, "Fuck," like it's weird. It's weird. Not in cry at all. It was last year was a big year for me as far as like business stuff and then just like family stuff too. Mm-hmm. And a lot of things happened that just made me feel like an adult actually and there was times where i was like man i don't feel like the same kid anymore which isn't bad but like i still like to feel like a kid because like being creatives that's what keeps our imagination that's what keeps us you know being creatives i feel like just because i feel like when you're an artist you just always tap into your younger self and it was just it was a weird year because i was like i actually feel old Mm -hmm. and i mean shout out to my little brother and his homies that i get to hang out with and Still just connected with, I still got young niggas hitting me up like, yo, what's popping? You know what I mean? So I, I still feel like, okay, but like, you know, you never want to be like the old guy hanging with kids and just feeling like washed and trying to keep up with them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I was just like, fuck, dude. Like, I just feel 27 is weird. Yeah. Because then Cause 20, 30 becomes you, a reality. You know what I mean? And you're just like, holy but then, like, fuck. The, the whole, I mean, you can look at like the 27 club of people or whatever, like everybody that died at 27. Yeah. You're like, oh, those people were so young. They didn't really live yet. This, this, and that. So I still feel like it's still like a, man. I, I feel like that's the end of youth, but right like there. All those people <laughs> lived a lifetime in those 27 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, for <laughs> sure. Well, or a few so, lifetimes. Um, yeah. And I guess... You hope to aspire to that. Yeah, it blows my mind that, you know, someone like Jimi Hendrix made that much music. 27. Before he was Dude, Tupac. Died at like 24. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. That insane. shit's scary because yeah. this motherfucker was like doing everything. Like, yeah. the fact that I'm, I've lived longer than Tupac did is nuts. Because that yeah. motherfucker was like, dude, he went ape shit for like I don't know how many, how many years he was in jail of those years. Too. That's what like, I'm saying. This like, motherfucker was locked up oh, too. Damn, yeah. yeah. Like he, was, he had to just be like a few months at a time type yeah. shit. Yeah. Golly, man. Honestly, though, now, I mean, that kind of thing can trip me up age, but now I just feel like, you know, it's, I mean, it really doesn't matter. You know, I'm still going to be doing the same shit whether I'm 30, you know, 22 or 55. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, it's, it's like the age thing is just going to trip me up mentally and it's it's really just comparing myself to other people. I realize that's just not that. you know healthy to do. Fucking, um, I was watching a Drake interview and he was talking about like he couldn't see himself rapping past thirty five and he's about to hit thirty five and he's like, man. I was like, bro, I'm be. Somebody asked me the other day and she was like, what do you want to do with your life? I was like, the same shit. Just want to make more money. From it. I was yeah, like, I don't exactly, want to. Yeah. I don't want to live any kind of like 
There's no point where I want to be like, I'm a businessman. Like, because I've, I've worked in the business where I did the, I worked at a bank and, you know, trying to make myself feel like I was doing something in my life. And I was like, this is fucking trash, bro. So yeah. doing shit, me and Frank about to go on this tour or whatnot. I mean, I think, like I that, think selling t-shirts, as young DJing. adults, you can make a career out of anything if you are, you know, if you put your 10,000 hours in, you get good. I mean, we've been doing so many events recently and getting really good at putting things together and get connecting to out. dots, uh, just like bringing all these things together where, you know, each time, like, I don't know, I, I've had like rates of like things of like, all right. And so like this year, I'm just like every time I do something like the next person that asked me to do the same thing like the rate goes up like mm-hmm. 50 more dollars. I don't know just not experience just like yeah. only just like raising that and plus you know what you come you dealing with then you know oh for I mean? sure yeah. but just like every time like like why not just raise your rate because yeah. every time you have more experience and blah 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 like it just adds to it or like yeah. at least your net worth too yeah well honestly yeah I feel like a lot of artists don't know their worth and I mean, the world doesn't know their worth. And I mean, the definitely the art and music scene is oversaturated and there are a lot of people that probably shouldn't be doing it. But I think it's important to, to know that, you know, if you're providing something good and of quality, uh, or if someone wants to use, you know, what you're doing or your aesthetic that, you know, that, that has a price on it. Well, I feel like it's a little easier with, I mean, at least it seems this way like with visual art because it like it can be a tactile thing or like people need it to get mm-hmm. like whatever they're doing out so it's like it's kind of music, has a it's, visual like, it's like you're either playing shows or you're not making money on spotify or you're selling exactly. it direct it just seems a little tougher music, yeah you know i feel like i mean i used to play more music but then i feel like i started to concentrate more on visual stuff just because it seemed like i could actually exist off of that yeah i mean there's a, a need for it Especially here. Definitely. Well, I'm leaving. <laughs> Are you leaving? Yeah, we're you moving like to LA. In two weeks, yeah. yeah. Two Fuck, weeks moving yeah. to LA. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, and I remember I remember thinking about this too and I didn't put it down in my questions. So like uh what are you most excited about moving and what are you least excited about as far as moving? Um, most excited about the palm trees. Mm. I love palm trees. Oh, fuck yeah. Have you watched uh, the season two of You yet? No. There's a whole, like, eight things that uh, it, it, you have to see to become officially, like, an LA oh, person. Oh, yeah. Uh, 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 Angelo or some shit. Well, there was, a, there was like, a booty short skater. Uh-huh. Like, a, a like burning a, palm a tree. A burning palm tree. was, And then there's, like, some other shit. Uh, two people wearing the same outfit. Um, a few others. <laughs> Um, yeah, that sounds like something. It's pretty LA. creepy, right? But and then like and throughout the episode, the guy sees <coughs> all these things, and then he officially becomes a uh, lost Angelino. Angelino. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, I, I feel like you could make your own list. I, those I thought that list was pretty good, but yeah, depending it's, it's pretty on specific, you know. I just found you, out all the palm trees in LA are fake, aren't they? They've been planted there, they've they've been heard, yeah. Yeah. and it's yeah. not yeah, good. Exactly. I've heard it's not good for it either because they take, I think they take a lot of water or whatnot. Probably. Yeah. It's probably not good, but yeah. I like how they look. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they definitely make But, I mean, they're good. really tall, so they've been there for yeah, exactly. a while. Yeah. I mean, yeah. as long as I mean it's been like 60 years. Leave the old ones. Don't plant <laughs> yeah. any new ones. Maybe yeah, that's a solution. That's a good rule. But, I mean, it's pretty desert, desert-like there. Yeah. And, like, if you could do the Runyon Canyon thing, it just is, like, straight-up sand and rock yeah, and, like, shrub. Yeah. I lo- See, that's the other thing. I love um, desert landscapes. I mean, you know, it's... I mean, honestly, my... 
my reasons for moving out there are kind of simple. It's like I just like how it looks. Yeah. And um, like people like working in movies or whatever, people are like, oh, that's like that makes sense for you. But I don't even want to do movie stuff out yeah. there. Yeah. Um, the thing I'm least looking forward to is just the logistics of, of moving. Yeah. I mean, luckily we found a place to be in for a while. But um, I always get like kind of stressed traveling and figuring. Are you out doing the drive? Yeah. Ooh. And That's I'm like getting drive. rid of like everything that can't fit in the car is just gone. I'm not gonna keep. You it. got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of. Junk. You got a lot of stuff. Yeah, I got a lot. Of junk. <laughs> I need to come back. I'm getting rid of like a guitar, some keyboards. Okay. Um, those are all going to Noah or no? <laughs> no, like no. I, mean, yeah. I mean, hey, you can house any of them. He's in got the my studio. bass right now. I didn't even. That's I just true. thought about my bass. I don't know what I'm doing. With That's bass. true. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Sorry, I'll hang on to it. Dude, I remember that time. Um, you and Katie working on a song, and so no, so uh, Greg's like, "Yeah, I laid some bass down on it. It's it's whatever." It <laughs> <laughs> was great. I was like, "What the fuck, bro?" Yeah, like, Greg's got this producer quality where like he'll just take you know he'll just play like one note and he'll just turn it into this like totally different thing, and it's like, "Damn, how'd you do that?" <laughs> reverb or something. Yeah, <laughs> but. I like working on other people's music more than I like doing my own stuff these days. It seems easier or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I like the executive producer role. Um, usually, like when you're in the studio, just listening to somebody's stuff, and it's so much easier to. Yeah. I don't know. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> I've been doing this shit all the time, but I'm like, and I'll like be like, hey, like I'll be work, I'll be with a producer, and I'll I'll like be like, hey, just drop that. Quincy Francis Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, a, it's such a, it's a, like, it's not an easier role because it's just something that the person, like, is probably like, All It's right. needed, though, shit. It's Frank so, listens yeah. to good music. It's like those, ov- the overall ears or something. Yeah, you know? I mean. I like to show him my shit. Yeah. To be like, hey, you fuck with this? You um, know what I mean? Because, like, I mean, he listens to me and he listens to, like, like you said with Greg, like, he is always, like, once when shit pops off, Frank is not listening to it anymore. I, I, I don't expect no, him to listen to new Travis that's Scott. That's yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I'm not. I don't mean it like that, but I'm saying like you always like <laughs> he's gonna listen to somebody with 500 plays on SoundCloud and be very passionate about them. Like whoever's passionate about Beyonce, like Frank, exactly. yeah, he, yeah. he likes that. Sh- and that's nothing wrong with that. That's I mean, I was that's his, that's his Selena good Gomez earlier. So yeah, yeah. Hey, she got that Cuddy song on there. I, I think the whole thing. Executive produced by Cuddy. I'm not For sure. Real? I mean, yeah. he was like maybe Project Pat. Uh, I, said I Project think Plain Pat, Pat, Pat no, and yeah. and Dot Genius and everybody else. But I'm pretty sure Cuddy had a big part. In that whole I don't know how I feel about her doing that. I mean, it to me Coming it sounded culture and I, yeah. I don't think that's it. Didn't it wasn't like that. I don't know. It didn't. It sounded more like Billie Eilish than anything. But no, like, I haven't heard any of it. It sounded less less uh, edgy, Billie Eilish, maybe. Mm. I don't know. Maybe that's where I'm like, what vibe I was getting, like, yeah, a uh, a like Kid Cudi version of that, if that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's also just her being sad about Justin Bieber. The most of the, oh, the record, it seemed like, she was like, there was one line I remember that stuck out very poignantly to me. Like, it's been fourteen, one thousand four hundred sixty days since like that I took to get over you or something. And I was like, wow, this is so specific. Yeah. Like. Why I don't like I couldn't imagine any other like person in the writer room just being like fourteen sixty days since <laughs> since you were like since you broke my heart and showed me the world or whatever like who else could that be besides Justin yeah. Bieber I don't know I mean even if it's not they want I feel like they want you to they, I mean, they want you to think yeah. that and it just seemed really but like I guess that's like four years ago I mean the timeline 
I don't even know. Yeah, yeah you, <laughs> you really did your research you on this. No, I didn't even. I mean, 365 divided by yeah, yeah. 14. That's you know, that's about right. Yeah. That's about right. But yeah, <laughs> I just thought it was just really funny for like something so specific to be in a song because you know you're usually trying to like relate to people, but I guess being a more public image. <laughs> Not everybody's like, broken up with Justin Bieber. Fourteen hundred. <laughs> yeah. And I thought it was such a long time for somebody to be like that crazy about somebody to be like, oh, I finally let go of you. Do you think Justin Bieber's that cool? Like, do you think? Mm, yeah, I right. mean, I feel like those people like exist. In That's such another a, world. Yeah. yeah, it's a totally different world. I don't know, but he doesn't seem that cool to me. Even, I thought like, like, he I would like, think we were all that cool. He he think we. Oh hell cool. yeah! He thinks we are cool. Or he, not I, cool? I think he thought. I think he would think that we were that cool. Okay. Because you got to think, man, like, all those people this. around, like, people, like, so big like him, they have a team around them. And that so, are always, like, like, enabling. Yeah, well, not like, enabling, but just, like, showing them what cool shit is. Oh, I see what you mean. You yeah. know what I mean? So, like, he needs Taste people makers. who are, just, yeah, just, like, motherfuckers who aren't all in the fucking, like, big shit who just really have their own opinions about things. Because yeah. it's got to be tough to be that big. And, like, people have been making decisions for him damn near his whole life. You yeah. know what I mean? So... Just to be around people like, yo, this yeah. is dope. And he's like, fuck yeah, this is dope, man. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. I feel like it'd be more like that. It's weird, though. It's like you have, like, Elvis or something. It seems like he had all these people around him. They were always, like, in, like being like, yeah, Elvis. Like, he'll just come up with some, like, crackpot idea. And they're like, yeah, that's, like, a great idea. Remember, like, that whole story where oh, he was just like, like yes I'm going to get the FBI badge? And he, like, went all the way up, like, and got a, a badge. And they were just like, yeah, I guess we'll just give you a badge because you're Elvis. But it's like everyone around him was like, yeah, that's a good idea, Elvis. Do I don't that. know that's much about Elvis. <laughs> but I just feel like it's like, you know, people who get famous, they have people around them. A lot of yes, man. And people yeah. don't really, they're not, it doesn't seem like some of these people, at least, no one's being real with them. I was yeah. going to say no, yeah. And then so they'll come up with anything like, yeah, that's the best idea I've ever heard. Even though it's like, yeah, honestly, man, I like being around people who don't always agree with me. Oh, you know, I need that. I need to bounce off of, you know, because also, if it's something I believe in, then it causes me to, you know, like provide an argument for why I think that, you know, mm-hmm. you know, not <coughs> only to them, you know, but just for myself, it, you know, causes me to question do you you know, think, everything I'm doing. Do you think that, that people get surrounded by like yes men because like they think, all right, we're just getting to the next bag, the next money making opportunity? Like that's. They might be like they're afraid too. to say no because they don't want to get kicked out. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah for too. everybody, but like that. Plus, like they're just like, okay, let's get this over with. Let's keep on. Just like yeah, it's just like a constant that. like go 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 attitude. Because I guess if you're saying no, somebody like could get angry and just like just shut down and just like yeah. stop yeah. functioning or not working. Yeah, I don't know. It's such a strange alien world that we, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. never. Know. No. I think if you're yeah. curating something specific, though, there's got to be some no's involved. Yeah, you know, I think it really only happens though, like when you get to like the highest level of, of fame. You know what I mean? Drake I like, level. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's he. I mean, he's yeah. you know he's probably like our he just he seems like oddly level headed maybe. Yeah, because he's had the same people around him since he started. Yeah, so that's so, probably a good thing. I think, and that's why I follow a lot. Of, I follow a lot of his team on Instagram. Or I did try to keep my ratio good. But uh, <laughs> but like I remember just doing that because like you know I would try to see like who his his Francis or his Sulio that's my other homie who, who you know what I mean like who who that would be like as far as my team so yeah yeah like man Sev's comment just now 
He dropped the three clown emojis. Yeah, this wow. guy. <laughs> why, did he, why did he drop the black Santa emojis? <laughs> What's wrong with this kid? <laughs> he dropped three tomatoes, three black Santas, and three clown emojis. Hey, I'm about to have a conversation with him. What that black Santa mean? <laughs> hey, he's just calling you black Santa. I guess. I, I mean, the emojis are there. But <laughs> at but, least he didn't drop a. Right, right. But um, yeah, yeah, let's but, talk about. But fucking fame. Um, <laughs> Damn, I was gonna say something. Damn, Sev. <laughs> My bad. Yeah, that's all right. <laughs> I don't even know what to say. Well, shit. Oh yeah, Greg, you got anything you working on? Uh, two videos for Noah. Word. Um, some posters for Noah. <laughs> <laughs> just, I'm just working for Noah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I got uh, a couple other posters. But yeah, really just like trying to get rid of all my stuff for LA. That's like the big thing. Word. We're working on a project for Katie as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, how do you guys we're going to try to record something before you go. Dynamic uh, when you when you do leave. Email. <laughs> Good old back and forth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how it goes. We have like a long, you know, whenever we like, we... Keep a long path. thread. Yeah, exactly. Well, we just like, I feel like we've been, we'll just keep, Since we're good at emailing. Well, since high school, we haven't really lived in the same place for longer than a year at a time, really. Anyway, because, you know, when I went to Louisville, he was in New York, and then I went to New York, and he moved to Louisville, and I moved to Louisville, now he's going to L.A. Yeah. So I it's kind of been like that, you know, I guess most of, <laughs> most of the time. Do you think next you. step for you might be to L.A. also? Yeah, he'll come to L.A. I'm like, I'm Why? Because I know your brother. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah I'm over in Japan, actually. Yeah, yeah. Out Tokyo. Yeah. I want to go to Tokyo. Yeah. But that uh, seems tough. Yeah. But Noah's got Honestly. like, he's got like, I sent him, he's got like uh, the largest archive of, of <laughs> my songs. Like he's got yeah. more songs of mine than I have. Uh, he he ditches projects like every six months and like whatever he sends me, I hold on to. So I've got because I'll delete it if I don't like it. I'll delete hey, it. I'm the same way. I got yeah, like terrible that. ten of Greg's projects, you know, Jeez. albums, albums Jeez. on albums of Greg that no one will probably hear. Mm. <laughs> this sounds like that Eminem song, Stand. <laughs> Dear Gregory, <laughs> I listened to that album. Yeah, exactly. He's like word for word for songs that have never come out. Like, yeah. He's, Greg's like, I think that sounds familiar. Actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's sampled like stuff I sent him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he'd be like, he'll play it. And he's like, you recognize this? I'm like, no. He's like, this is like a sampled. Dude, dude that's, a, that's a good producer, though. Yeah. Him and, um, him and the other guy I work with, Will, they're really good at just saving shit and not deleting stuff. My boy, shout out Chauncey Ace Pro, the homies. Like, he'll tell me, he'd be like, bro, just don't, don't delete anything, bro. Just like keep recording. Don't. Yeah. And exactly. I'm, because it's, I'm like, oh, fuck, this fucking sucks, fuck this. Like, it, yeah. when your voice, it's like it's so much different. Like, you get, I feel like I get so much self-conscious with my voice. Like, my voice is all just a little, like, fuck it, I don't even want to hear this shit, yeah. man. Like, yeah, I mean, never overwrite. I don't know, I, I like the, I mean, when, when you're, like, painting something, like, there's always those underpaintings, so I guess it's nice to, like, be able to, like, go backwards in, in music, but you can't really do that. We're doing a whole damn painting. Sometimes you can't digitally, which is nice. But yeah, something I have always wanted to do was to just start off fresh, but I just don't know if I have the guts really to just delete everything. You know, I honestly, it's huh? I wouldn't. If you, you got some good shit, bro. 
That's well, I, I don't. I would project. What, <laughs> what, what about if you just put everything on a hard drive and yeah. then deleted Fake everything? Deleted. Put, that's yeah. what I did. I mean, just put yeah. I could put it put it yeah put it to the side like delete it. It's not or the same it, though. You know, it's like a mindset. You know, of just well, like, I, I think like you could bury it in your backyard. Oh, yeah, yeah, you could do something Give to where you bury it. Yeah, I understand though, like being like feeling like you're too tied to what you did exactly, and then you feel like you can't. You you feel like you have to reinvent what you're doing or something. Well, you can't always make new shit too. I mean, I mean, I've I've broken so many like or lost flash drives and like lost like hundreds of gigabytes of things. Yeah, shit. I made a whole album one time that we didn't use. Yeah, and then made an EP within a month and put it out like that. Yeah, it happens like that, man. Like yeah, we had our like not long after I moved here, we like someone robbed our house, like took all the computers, and I had so much. They took like my computer and my hard drive. So I just like lost everything. I and would cry, like, dude. And I was working on something at the time, like a, a whole record, but it was like I had to kind of be like, all right, it's gone. That's it. This time Greg had an excuse for not putting out an album. Oh, <laughs> man. <laughs> Big burner. <laughs> yeah. <Nah. laughs> fucking, yeah, no. Nah, I, would, I would cry at this point. I do so much on my laptop, man. I fucking yeah. DJ, Photoshop, make music, I know, right? Porn. <laughs> bro. Yeah, Back to porn. But yeah, man. <laughs> it comes to <laughs> <laughs> right, man. Y'all got anything else you want to tell the people? Here, plug plug no, your no one's got a show coming up. Yeah, okay. I've got yeah, I've got a show. Uh save the date. Yeah, the twenty fourth will be the Louisville release show for that EP coming out on openers. I'll be DJing that. Exactly. Down D is gonna be DJing. Am I DJing that? I think or no. Just me. Oh, okay. Yeah, we. So was like, "Fuck you." No, nah. I thought I was that. The finances, I was bro. Okay. Yeah. The finance. We got. Are you not charging at the door? Well, we are, but so the thing, my idea for it originally was actually to have it to be like a twenty twenty six noise body event where it's like, you know. It's kind of you know some that we've curated together and yeah. have you all DJ in it, have Don perform. You know, I just don't work on the whole form right now. Yeah, I love. I just, I, I really that. don't because I just I've been doing the same set for so long, and I just yeah. I'm at a really weird point as far as like my artistry goes, and I just really want to put out new music. I mean, me he's, and you work on like chips right now. Yeah, what type of? He said I'm stale like chips, but um, <laughs> <laughs> me and me and you got songs together. Yeah. Me and Will got a bunch of songs together. I'm work. I'm I'm always recording just like random shit. Like I just. I don't know, man. And just like the next shit I want to put out for myself, I just really want to put it out in a, in a I mean, I in, in a big way to myself. You were, yeah, you were telling me you were gonna do like three song EP, like three EPs. Like I got different ideas uh, all the time. And then it was like so. January, March, or January, February, March. You're just gonna come hard, hit them with like. Yeah, and which at the time that's how I felt, you know what I mean. Yeah. But then I'm just like, mm, I don't want to do that. Yeah, and it'll come to me. You know what yeah. I mean. That's what I do. I think being around people, <laughs> it, it's, it's crazy because, like, for years, Taylor didn't put out anything. We'd be like, fuck, Taylor ain't putting out nothing out. He puts this project out and it fucking hits. And I'm just like, sometimes All that time that he was chilling. And exactly, yeah. It just makes sense. You yeah, know what I mean? I mean like, and that's that space thing that we were talking about earlier. It's like sometimes you need to just pull back. Yeah. Oh, I've, Noah's giving me grief all the time. But. Yeah, I am. Ooh, I don't hey. pull back on grief on Greg. Yeah, he's giving me grief all the time. I, mean, I keep it, keep it on. on giving grief to Greg. Like, <laughs> we even I'm do that with our clothes. Yeah. <laughs> What's up? We even I like even do that with like no nothing's clothes. Like recently, we've like taken down the online shop completely, mm-hmm. and like 
you know, pull back. Yeah, I did or, take it. I did take it down. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just no, no point in like, if there's maybe like one shirt in stock to have a whole website yeah. up that's like dedicated. I mean, like, people were messaging us and like asking, oh, why do you guys have an Instagram and not selling anything? And I'm like, just because we're not selling anything right now doesn't mean we're not gonna. Yeah. So in the future. Kind of, yeah, and it's like just very. Some people just get really antsy and like annoying about it, and it's pretty funny just to like. Um, I don't know because you're you're still like you have like a toy in front of them and you're just like keeping it away like yeah. teasing but like it, I feel like they're not gonna like they're still following and they're still gonna be like eventually we'll give it to them but just like wait mm-hmm. but I like I like that like model of like there being like a wave or like a drop you know and it's like a li- it feels like limited it's kind of exciting you know which yeah. I don't know I mean things are like how often are things limited anymore, like truly, where it's like, this is a limited edition. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything is just like, you know, digital and like, but it's nice to have something that's like, this will only be out for this time, so you got to act and get it. Like, that's, Honestly. That's and I just want to put out something that I really feel. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I, dude, in the past, I and I talked about this in the last podcast, I was just so angsty to put stuff out. And now I'm just like, I'm a good artist, man. And when shit hits, it's going to hit. But I want it to hit in the way that I want it. And I got so many people around me who's willing to help me and do it the right way. I'm like, whenever stuff is finished and I have a clear shot vision, not just like some spotty, like I'm up at four o'clock in the morning off of no sleep and I hit Frank, like, this is the idea. Like, Mm -hmm. I want to just be something I'm like, this is exactly how I want to do it. And I just haven't had that like that vision yet for a lot of things. And I think us going on the road will definitely inspire that. Yeah, and that's what I'm and that's what I'm excited for. And that's why I, I was talking to Sula today. I was like, man, like I ain't been on the road longer than like a week maybe. Mm-hmm. Like and this is the first time I'm doing this with Frank and I, he's he he's accustomed to doing this and I'm like, bro, I gotta do something different, bro, because I've called you on many occasions just being frustrated living in Louisville and being here and so many of my homies I talk to on a regular basis either live somewhere else from somewhere else come here or frank's out and about all the time and i'm just like in my head like not i guess jealous in a sense but just like fuck i need to be doing something like that for my own personal growth as an artist because i just i just haven't had that and, and you know I, as much as i love talking about women in my music <laughs> just <laughs> like fuck you know what about. i mean it's, like, I can, it's yeah. only so much and then like in this city where like as much as beautiful as little liz is small yeah, yeah, it is. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm getting worn out. I'm just like, so I was like, you know, let me go talk about some newer women from other places, you know, so. Where are you all going? Uh, we're just doing a whole East Coast tour. So we're going, starting here, and then we're, or not starting here, we're just leaving here. Going to Nashville, and then uh, heading Georgia. to Atlanta after that, and then maybe Savannah. I don't know if Savannah's for sure on that, but then making our way down to Miami, back up through Tampa. And then kind of going Virginia up. and all that shit, the coast. But yeah, then just going back up after Tampa through like um, everywhere else. Yeah. Uh, all the way to New York, Boston, then like York. We're getting our passports to try and do Montreal. Oh, nice. And then Toronto, and then Detroit, Chicago. That sounds fun. And then yeah. back in the bitty. Uh-huh, and then yeah. then we'll be back here. Nice. But Chicago, we have like a warehouse uh, event. Then like so, what I'm gonna build like this. This like clothing rack into the back of the trunk so that the clothes that I make for this tour, whenever we pop the trunk, the clothes are just there, like hanging for sale, mm-hmm. and just just want to and like the the last spot we like they are like actually having us bring our car into the, the space. That's um, cool. So that should be really 
cool just to have the car in the warehouse with yeah. like the clothes for sale as an installation just and like to cap it all off just something like very um, the fire. beautiful thing about the trip is that Frank literally got the same style of car that I used to have. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's his grandparents, and so it's in much better condition. It's silver, too. But it's an 05 Malibu that we'll be riding around yeah. in. So. And I'm going to take off. There's, like, some stickers on it right now that I'm probably going to remove and then, like, probably get some... <laughs> just like greg fisher like marriage stickers maybe there's like an abortion one i'm not sure like a a, like uh not not a rights what is it like stop abortion yeah the baby feet Uh, pro-life pro-life type stickers maybe i don't know if there's any pro-life on that one but there's definitely like that's the type of vibe my grandpa is (laughs) uh so like i want to maybe get some 2020 60 cows and like make our car look like some not full NASCAR vibes, but yeah, like <laughs> play your yeah, you know, but close. Just get some spray paint. Fuck it. No, I'm not <laughs> about to crazy. do that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Not, I want I want this stuff to look clean. Like, you ever seen like the Coca Cola car in town? Oh yeah. Maybe. Have you ever seen this car? I've seen a van with a. This is like a like a, a small oh like car. Caps. No, it's like the whole thing's painted. It says like Coca Cola on the side, and it's mm-hmm. like. It's like clearly like hand done. Yeah. It's really crazy. <laughs> that's that's why. And there's like Coca Cola memorabilia in the inside the, of it. Who's the the muralist that does all the? He did a few cars. He dated Griffin back in the day. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, Noah Church. The, yeah, Noah Church. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've. Yeah, he was fun. In, in the Highlands, like by Qdoba, there's the that mural on the wall on the parking lot. The one that's like a dragon. Oh, also okay. oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. He also did the Highlands, like on Old Town Liquor. Oh, okay. But he's, I've seen, he's done a few cars that are all pretty cool. Yeah. For a while, you could just pull up your car at Kenny Sharp's studio, and he would just like paint your car. Really? Yeah. That's crazy. And he's done like a ton of them. You just, like, and you, you'll see him in LA, like for sure. Like there'll be a, a van with Kenny Sharp. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Um, stuff on it. One day, maybe we'll take our car to Kenny. Yeah. Yeah. Shout out Kenny. All right, well, anything else, boys? I don't know. Good luck in LA. Something. Thank you. Thanks for thanks for having us too, dude. Oh man, we should go get food. I'm hungry, man. Yeah, I'm pretty hungry. I had Chick Fil A, but um, again, you all, thank you all for listening to another 2020 Chick Fil A endorsement. Oh my god, we have no um relation to Chick Fil A. Um, but again, thank you all for listening to the to another twenty twenty six cast. Like I always say, spreading. Uh, I don't know what the fuck do I always say. Shout out something about creativity. Um, Live, laugh, love. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Get it printed Biscuits on your wall. Hard, delicious. Yeah. Get it printed on your wall. And they're cheap. Love, 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 yeah. <laughs> Practice uh, it every day. Go to hobby. In love. that order. In that order. Hey, thank Get you. Get the all. vinyl. Put it on your wall. You all enjoy your day, your night, your morning, whatever. <laughs> Peace. All right. Let's.